0: Hello and welcome to Thrive, a podcast that gives you strategies and inspiration to help you live your best life.
1: Learn from us, two cancer survivors, as we show you how we don't just survive, but thrive.
0: Hey, just a quick word from our sponsor, the Art of Living Retreat Center. They were so kind to invite Dara and me to come teach at their facility. So Dara and I are giving the Thrive workshop, November 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. This workshop is for anybody who wants to learn how to be their best self. Hi, I'm Garth Callahan. I am the Napkin Notes Dad. I am a seven-time cancer thriver, just got out of brain surgery, but more importantly, I've been writing notes to my daughter, Emma, and putting them into her lunch ever since kindergarten.
1: Hi, I'm Dara. I am the creator of crazyperfectlife.com and author of Crush Cancer, the book I needed when I heard those terrifying words, You Have Cancer. I'm also a wife and a mom and a cancer thriver. Welcome to our show.
0: I think that we have a topic today that might frighten Dara just a little bit.
1: (laughs) Well, this is yet another one of Garth's great ideas.
0: (laughs) So um, when I started thinking about doing a podcast a few years ago, one of the things I did was I created a list in a to-do program that I have. And anytime I had this idea of what a good podcast episode would look like, I put it in there. So I came up with, I don't know, 50, 60, 70 different topics, some of which were good topics and we've already done, some of which are topics that are Garth's crazy ideas that probably will never, ever see the light of day, thank goodness. And then there's this one and it is very near and dear to my heart although I think it's applicable or at least it can be applicable to anybody.
1: Yeah, it it, it truly is for sure.
0: And so the the title of this podcast is What's Your Star Wars Shirt? And um, to give a little bit, bit of background, when I was first diagnosed with cancer back in 2011, I really freaked out and one of the biggest things I was concerned about was the fact that a lot of people get diagnosed with cancer, right? In the United States this year alone, there's gonna be about 1.7 million new instances of cancer being diagnosed.
1: I mean, just sit in that number for a second. If you're driving your car or you're listening to this podcast, doing the dishes or whatever, I mean, that's a mighty big number. Right. So basically everyone we know, everyone knows someone who's been touched by cancer.
0: There's a way to bring this home even a little bit closer. The next time you're at a gathering, you know whether it's a cookout or a family gathering, you look around the room and the statistics say one in two men, one in three women. So if you're sitting around with 10 of your friends and you start to think about those numbers, that's a pretty big number to look at.
1: Yeah. So I have this weekly game that I play with my friends and I love games. So it's just no one in my family likes to play games with me. So I'm in a club and there's not a ton of people in the club. I think there's like eight women and like three or four of us have been through cancer. And so it's crazy. And I remember sitting around and looking around and just thinking that.
0: Yeah. I I, I wonder, do I throw off the odds a little bit? You know, when you count Garth, you're
1: you're (laughs) such you're the outlier in so many different things, right?
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you
1: like how I used a statistics term?
0: I am definitely an outlier. Um, I'm a statistic of one. I do yes. actually own that domain, I think, even.
1: Oh, I bet you do.
0: Going back to this whole, you know, being newly diagnosed, I was really concerned about getting lost in the system. And although I have this, you know, stellar personality, Stella. I I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know if it was going to be enough. Um, And
1: back then you were just a guy with a family who had been diagnosed. You weren't like Garth Callahan, the napkin notes dad. So I I I think that's important.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So although I had been writing notes to Emma and I've been doing, you know, at that point I had been doing it for, I guess, what, eight years or so. It was just something between her and me. It wasn't something that was public. I had never talked about napkin notes as something that I did. I don't even know if my friends knew that I was such an avid note writer for Emma. I was really lost. You know, I was in this big doctor's office. There were a ton of people around me, lots of older men, because it was a urology office. And, you know, older men like to see their urologists. (laughs) Um, You know, I can't tell you how many times like an older guy at church has come up to me and he's like, hey, Garth, do you have a urologist? You need to get one. And I'm like, is that like an old man thing? You get your AARP card and you have to choose your urologist. (laughs) Um, And so I had a handful of Star Wars shirts and I've always been a huge fan of Star Wars ever since it came out. But it did it wasn't necessarily part of my wardrobe. And uh, I actually had five shirts, I think, four of which were from the first and only Star Wars convention that I went to. And because I volunteered there, I got staff volunteer shirts and they were bright orange Mm. Uh, and so they had um, the star wars celebration logo on the chest and some type of image uh, that was star wars related and on the back i think it said crew and again bright orange you can't miss these guys and so and i had one other shirt from an event that i had randomly gone to and it was completely boring but i got the shirt right so i had five shirts and i said you know i'm only going to wear star wars shirts to all of my medical appointments, and to be honest i can't I can't even remember why I came up with this idea, especially considering I didn't have that many shirts, but they were the ones I had four of the five were orange, so I figured I would stand out and I'm going to tell everybody that I come in contact with why I'm wearing the shirt and it's yes it's because I love Star Wars, but also because I want you my caregiver, my medical professional, my nurse, the person checking me in, the phlebotomist, whatever. I want you to somehow get this visual cue that I'm a unique patient, and maybe, just maybe, you'll remember me.
1: Okay, first of all, I think after anyone comes into contact with you, they will know that you are a unique individual. (laughs) All right, break this down for us though. So you're in the office, you haven't been there very often because you're just getting kind of started and I'm assuming that you came up with this idea in the the early stages.
0: In between my first appointment of being diagnosed and my next appointment. You're
1: walking in with this bright orange shirt, and you go up to the receptionist, and you're like, "Hi, I'm Garth Callahan." And I can just see you standing there going. And I'm wearing this scarf shirt. Is that what you said? <laughs> yes,
0: I actually did it in my best NPR voice. Right, so I like walked up to the desk. Hi, I'm Garth Callahan.
1: Did you? Are you serious? <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, um, Hi. <laughs> Hi.
1: Hello there. <laughs> Hello.
0: This is the voiceover section of the Thrive <laughs> podcast.
1: Yeah. Uh, The voiceover section of the cancer patient
0: (laughs) and well and so what's interesting by the way is that my first name is william right Mm. so all my paperwork is william they have no idea that i'm called garth okay uh and so that's kind of how i i do the the spiel hey i know that my paperwork says william but i go by garth please you know feel free to call me by garth and if you will notice i'm wearing a star wars shirt and at that point they're like oh okay
1: were they like, yeah, great, next?
0: It, re- it really kind of was that. And I said, hey, look, I know that you're really busy and there's a lot going on, but I've just been diagnosed with cancer and I'm freaking out about it. And I really don't want to get lost in the shuffle. And what's interesting, again, you know, in all of what's going on, the urology office, right? There's a lot of reasons why you could be there. Yeah. Cancer's a, a very small reason, a small percentage of their population. The same thing for going in for a CT or an MRI. They're just there. You know, the, the texts are just running the machines that the phlebotomist is just doing the blood. And there's all sorts of reasons why you could be seeing one of those medical professionals. But the moment that I said, hey, I've just been diagnosed with cancer, I'm freaking out. I'm only going to wear Star Wars shirts to my appointments. And that way, maybe the next time I come in, you'll put two and two together. You might not remember that my name is Garth Callahan. You might not remember my patient number, but you'll always remember that crazy patient who will only wear a Star Wars shirt to his to his appointments.
1: So how many years ago was this?
0: It was um, in November 2011. I mean, literally okay. between the time my first, you know, the first time I heard the words, this is cancer, mm-hmm. and the very next appointment, which was a set of scans, that's when I made that decision.
1: I think that was a pretty amazing decision that you made back then because you had a lot going on in your world. And I would assume in your mind, And that was a pretty clever play that you made. Thank you.
0: I wish that I had, (laughs) (laughs) I I really wish that I had done a better job of kind of like recording or writing down what my thought process was and and how I got there and and how I did the intros. But it was all new. And frankly, I didn't think it was ever going to become a thing that I'd be talking about later, you know, like today.
1: Yeah, you were doing it. For the purpose of standing out so that you wouldn't just be a number. You wouldn't just be another patient. You wanted people. You basically wanted your medical team to care about you as a person, I think is what you're saying.
0: Absolutely. And and I wanted them. I just I didn't want to get lost. Right. I, I had no idea. Number one, how rare kidney cancer is. Uh, it, it's fairly rare. There's only about sixty-five thousand new cases a year in the United States. I didn't know that the average kidney cancer patient is diagnosed in their mid-sixties.
1: weren't you kind of looking around yeah. though, thinking I'm one of the younger people? Well, in okay, here. so you I mean... know, it's
0: it's a urologist office. There's there are a lot of reasons why okay. men okay. my age could have been there.
1: Okay, right. All right. Give me that. Um, and wow. Richmond
0: also is super high in terms of of the amount of people who have kidney stones
1: sure for some reason i forget that yeah Yeah.
0: and so there are people there that are in massive pain you know just waiting for their kidney stone treatment or however it gets taken care of
1: okay so when we were talking about doing this episode garth said you know i've got my star wars shirts what do you have what is your thing and so i don't really have a thing and i was thinking about this and i was thinking you know what is my thing? And when I was going through treatment, I didn't have like a Star Wars shirt. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I mean, it was not my cheerful self back in the day. And I wasn't even in a mental place to come up with something so clever as to have a Star Wars shirt because I was just trying to get through the day. So I had, a, I have a couple thoughts about this. One is, when you're going through something, it is good to stand out because you want people to remember you. And it doesn't have to be going to the doctor's office. It can be anything. It can be working with your job, working with a, a couple people in, in another office, or just the relationship building, or your your kids' teachers. It could be anything. I mean, it's just, I think, wanting to stand out and be remembered. And have those kinds of relationships with people. Because that's what you were doing is you were establishing relationships. You wanted to have that one-on-one kind of relationship so that the next time you walked in, they were like, oh, it's Garth. Garth is here.
0: Right, you And, and be- almost like, you know, you remember how when your kids were young, they had immunizations, but then they had to get a booster later. Right. So I wanted all of that all at the same time. Right. I wanted the immunization and the booster so that the next time I came into the office. Right. There was at least that connection of, oh, yeah, I remember this patient.
1: I think it was brilliant. I mean, I really think it was such a great idea. So such a great idea. I don't I I think probably what mine was was like, oh, here comes our high maintenance. (laughs) Here comes our (laughs) high maintenance patient, Dara. And all of her beautiful negativity, and her hypochondriacness, and all of her symptoms. I mean, I'm sure that that's kind of Garth. The stories I could even tell you that I've never even told you.
0: Well, so, I mean, but I don't, I don't think that that experience for you is atypical for a cancer patient.
1: No, it's not. It's not. But so here's one thing that really kind of stands out in my mind. I always tried to be really, really nice to all of the people that I came into contact with, all of the medical people that I worked with, everyone on my team, from the person who checked me in, to the nurse to, um, of course, you know, the doctors, the PAs, the, the chemo nurses, I mean, everyone. So be nice when you come into contact with people, because when you are not nice, nobody wants to do anything for you. Nobody's going to want to go out of your way and you do not want to be remembered as the really rude, negative, mean patient. So I would say, why are you laughing?
0: I'm not laughing. I'm smiling because I did exactly that. I remember my first surgery and one of the things I did, I don't, I don't know if they do this in your hospital system, but in my hospital system, every patient had a whiteboard in their room and the whiteboard had a bunch of sections in it. And it was, you know, who's the nurse on duty? Who's yeah, taking care of, of right? All of yeah. that stuff. And I purposely asked anytime somebody came into the room, basically, which one are you? Who are you? Yeah. What's what's your name? And then as they were doing whatever they were doing, you know, usually taking blood or checking my vitals, I always said, thank you for your help today. I really appreciate it. I can't say that that's the reason why I got better care. But gosh, you know, it sure made the whole situation a lot easier for everybody.
1: I definitely think that people want to go out of their way for individuals who are just nice. And if you were mean and grumpy and yelling at them or saying four-letter words to them, which I have actually witnessed people doing before, obviously nobody's going to go out of their way to help someone who's yelling at them. That's just something for all of us to remember, whether or not you're at a restaurant and ordering or you're talking to your kid's teacher or you're dealing with a doctor or even just a client, be nice.
0: It really goes a long way. And it
1: really does. I feel like there's so many people that travel through their day and they're, the interactions they have with other people are not as positive as they could be because they just aren't thinking about this and they're not nice.
0: I and was just having a conversation with my mom and my mom is in her mid to late 70s. She's a very verbally aggressive driver, let's say. Right. So she <laughs> um, and she likes to use a lot of hand gestures as she's driving. And if somebody does her wrong on the highway, you know, she definitely verbally accosts them in the confines of her own car she's uh, just
1: hurting herself though when she does that
0: well somewhere i'm not sure exactly what happened in the past couple of weeks oh i think she said she read something and that uh instead of um flipping them off or cursing them out what she's saying to them or what she says now is i'll pray for you
1: oh well that's good
0: right and so now instead and one of her car mates they were driving around commented on that and said, hey, Gene, you know, you're normally pretty aggressive. Mm -hmm. What's changed? And so imagine the transformation that happens within you.
1: Exactly.
0: When you go through that.
1: Yes. All right. So this is kind of a random thing. But the other day I was at the grocery store and I was getting deli meat, which I do not usually purchase because of the nitrates. But we won't go there. Um, But my daughter really wanted some turkey. So I was going to get some. And the lady sliced it and I was, you know, I was being really nice and she sliced it for me. And she said, Hey, how does this look? And I said, anything is fine. Whatever you want to do is great. It doesn't matter at all. And she said, really, are you sure? And I said, yeah, whatever you do for me is great. And she said, well, I just want to make sure. And then, so I asked her, it just kind of made me think. And I said, are a lot of people really, do they make requests or are they very picky? And she said, you would not believe how many people yell at me when I don't slice the turkey the way they want me to slice it. And you would not believe how often I have to even throw away or start over because I haven't done it right in a given day. And I just thought, oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. This woman is just being as sweet as she can be. Can you imagine getting yelled at all day long because you're not slicing the turkey? The right way.
0: And put that into a medical situation. Can you imagine how you might care less about a patient
1: who's yelling
0: at you? And not that you're not going to give them your best.
1: Well, you're certainly not going to go out of your way. You're certainly not going to try to get the results of the test back or try to help them get in at a good time or try to, you know, give them maybe a couple tips that could that could help them. I mean, you're just not gonna it's just human nature. You're not gonna wanna go out of your way for someone who isn't nice to you.
0: I really feel that the whole transformation process that i went through in terms of hey this is me this is me wearing a star wars shirt this is me being your patient wearing a star wars shirt going through that i absolutely got better care and i still continue to get better care
1: totally yeah but i also feel like when you put on your star wars shirt there was something that was going on in your mind as well so like let's just say you had an appointment to go to and you knew that you were gonna wear a Star Wars shirt that day. In some ways, I feel like your Star Wars shirt was preparing you for battle.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, I was you know, just thinking that. Like, it, it, it's like, hey, what cape do I wear today?
1: Yes, yes. So when I was thinking about, and in, in, with regards to this conversation and that perspective, I don't have a Star Wars shirt, but what I do have, are these little mantra bands that I wear and they're bracelets. And I've even told you about them and wanted to get you one at one point. So I started wearing these like, a really immediately after I kind of finished all my treatment and I was in this really hard space and I basically realized I could stay where I was or I could do just a ton of work on myself and that's when I just started doing so much work. But also that's when I discovered the mantra band And that's just the brand that I use. And we don't have a coupon code or anything. I'm just not really plugging them intentionally. But um, a lot of people have bracelets that have words on them. So many people have that. And so I started wearing bracelets with a word that was like kind of inspiring me. And the very first one that I got says, choose joy. And I've had these on for so long. And every year I intentionally add one. And so, I mean, I would think my arm's going to be there's going to be a lot of, apparently the cool way to say it is ice. That's what my daughters say. They're like, you've got a lot of ice on your wrist, but it just kind of makes me happy. And I look at these all the time and there are words that, that resonate with me. So the first one was choose joy. And then the next year I added fearless. And then the year after that I added the word trust. And so, cause every year I like to pick a word that. Resonates with me that I want to work on for that year. Just like I feel like, okay, this is something that I want to work on for myself. And so I'll get a bracelet that has that word that kind of reminds me. So as I travel through my day, I am kind of reminded, oh, yeah, I'm working on trusting or I'm working on being fearless or I'm working on choosing joy. And guess what the one I have on now for this year says?
0: I don't even, do I know this? Have we talked
1: about this? It says thrive. Yeah. oh when yes. we started our podcast I was like garth I'm getting my new my new one to say Thrive, and I wanted to get you one but you said you didn't you wouldn't wear it I don't know if you remember that but
0: i I do remember that and you can see like I have no jewelry on right now he
1: has no ice I have no ice <laughs> <laughs> so anyway I don't have Star Wars shirt but I do encourage you to intentionally like think about something that you see throughout your day whether or not that's putting up a sign by your mirror in the bathroom in the morning or, you know, having a journal that you carry around or a calendar that you carry around that just keeps you on track. And I think your Star Wars shirts keep you on track when you are putting yourself in a situation that you feel you need a little extra powers of good.
0: I would say if there is something, especially if you are a chronic Patient, right? If, if you need to go to the doctor's office on a frequent basis, find what your Star Wars shirt is, and you know. So,
1: what would be a couple other? Think, let's just kind of brainstorm a little bit. Yeah. What would be because I do think there are a lot of people that are listening to our podcast that are chronic patients, and it doesn't have to necessarily even be cancer. Right. But you are someone that is in a chronic situation, and you are seeing your health providers. I, I think this idea is brilliant. What are some other things, though, that you can think of?
0: Maybe you're the world's best chocolate chip cookie maker.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So now you bring in a plate of chocolate Bribery. chip cookies.
1: Uh,
0: you know what? Bribery <laughs> works. And you know what? I mean, I've seen the state of our healthcare professionals. I think they eat some cookies.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Right? Don't fall
1: back hard. Tell us <laughs> so, how you <laughs> So,
0: and then what you could do is you could um, take them in in small batches of, like, three or four And, you know, give one to the front desk, give one batch to the surgical coordinator, give one batch to the people who do your blood and blood pressure and things like that. That is such a good idea. And again, that's something that they're going to remember. And frankly, it is more memorable than a Star Wars shirt, right? No, it's
1: not. It's just, it's on the same level. And so I think what you're saying is every time you go in, bring some cookies. You're just basically saying, you know, be remembered. but i love that idea that's such a good idea
0: um you know maybe i i ran across this woman who um she knits and she knits these little prayer squares she does them in different colors and inside the square there's some type of shape a heart or a star right and she does it for individuals but again on that same note she could be knitting something that's really small she could knit people's names she could knit mittens she could do whatever and every time she goes into the doctor's office, that's what she gives or what, what they would you know, be remembered by. I don't know if you've ever read this book. Um, I think it's called A Purple Cow by Seth Godin. Not. And the book is almost children's size. It's a fairly quick and easy read. But basically, his point he's trying to get across is, you know, how many times have you driven anywhere? and you've seen cows. In America, we see cows just about everywhere we, we go. But could you describe a particular cow? Like, Dara, it, right now, could you pick out one of the million cows that you've seen and, and describe exactly as you saw it?
1: Okay. Well, you don't know, know this about me, but I actually really like cows. <laughs> but, um, but do
0: you have like one that you knew? But
1: no, that, Garth, I cannot.
0: Okay. So, <laughs> but if you saw a purple cow,
1: If I saw a purple cow, I would remember it, yes.
0: Right. And so that's the thing is, you know, what do you do to make yourself remarkable? If you saw a purple cow, you would be able to describe that cow from head to tail. uh, Yeah, yeah. And you'd be able to remember that cow for the rest of your life and describe it for the rest of your life.
1: At the very least, just wear a great big smile when you interact with people and look them in the eye.
0: And say thank you.
1: And say thank you. Yeah. So at the very least, smile look them in the eye and say, thank you.
0: You know how difficult it is to say to your doctor after they say, by the way, you know, this looks like cancer. And you say, okay, I got it. Let's come up with a plan. Thank you. Right. So you the guys just said, Hey, we found some more cancer. And you're like, yeah, thanks.
1: See, when uh, I got that news, I literally was like parked in a doctor's office for a couple hours crying on a couch. And I like was getting up and leaving. Wasn't even an option. It just kind of shows you like the path that you took versus, you know, the negative path that I kind of started out with. But, um, I, well, you, know, you know, we just all do the best we can. That's I, the thing.
0: I, I think that first interaction, you know, the, the very first moment that you hear cancer, and by no means was I a great patient in the beginning, especially that first day. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, the doctor said, Yeah, this looks like it's cancer. I don't remember what happened for the next 45 minutes.
1: And you do always say this. You always say to me, Dara, I've had a lot of practice. Right. And so that's why I think you are such a perfect person to tell people how to be a good patient because you have had a lot of practice. Well, And And I I think it's great that you're willing to share all of this with people.
0: Part of this is self-fulfilling. I get that. I started this process way back in 2011. I had five shirts. I might have had six, but I definitely didn't have more than that.
1: Okay, but Garth, how many do you have now?
0: Oh, I think over sixty.
1: You do, and I know this because when recently, when Garth had brain surgery, you wanted everyone, all of your followers, everyone around the world, to wear a Star Wars shirt the day of your surgery, or not if they didn't have a shirt. You made it really easy for people to be able to print.
0: Yeah, they could make their own. Make they your can own make shirt. Their
1: own. Yeah, because only Garth, the technology expert, would make that. So anyway, I, I told you, I said, Garth, hey, I don't I don't have a Star Wars shirt. I need you to send me one. And you said, oh, I can do that because I have over 60.
0: <laughs> oh, so I guess my number now is over 65 because I got five okay. shirts that week.
1: That's so very cool.
0: And that's the part that I wanted to share is that not only did I use this as a tool to kind of attack my disease and to ingratiate myself with my medical team to become remarkable. But my community, my family, my friends- Your support they, system. My, the support system. They have used this as a vehicle to help support me. I randomly receive shirts in the mail. Sometimes they have notes and names associated with it and many times they don't. I'm sure that there are shirts that I've worn. I truly have no idea where they've come from. Wow, uh, and not just from the United States either.
1: Do you ever wear a shirt when you don't have a medical appointment?
0: The only time I wear a Star Wars shirt when I don't have a medical appointment is if I am either speaking this, right, speaking, and and I'm acting as Garth the patient. Okay. Or I also wore a Star Wars shirt every day on my walkabout over the summer.
1: Okay. Right. <clears throat> Right. And
0: and I did that not because of my fascination with Star Wars, but because I wanted to use that as an opportunity to accost strangers that were also wearing Star Wars shirts. And then I, I took pictures with them.
1: Well, and it worked because it worked. Yeah, I actually do pay attention now to I don't it's just kind of on my radar now when I see people wearing Star Wars stuff and People, meaning anyone like over the age of five. <laughs> Just kidding. But um, there are a lot of people that sport around in their Star Wars digs.
0: I'm not somebody who wears those shirts lightly. Yeah. Um, you I know, love I, that. I could, yeah. you know, at this point, what's great is I could actually go for a few months and not have to do laundry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to take this opportunity to plug our Event that we are having November 2nd, 3rd, and 4th at the Art of Living Retreat Center in Boone, North Carolina. And guess what? Garth is going to be wearing a Star Wars shirt, I assume, every single day during November 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. So we are hosting our Thrive Retreat. We will be teaching you how to live your best life, how to thrive. And it's going to be remarkable. We have been spending a lot of time working on the intentional programs, and we promise you that you will leave learning and knowing a lot more about yourself, where you want to go, what you want to get out of the rest of your life, and we are so excited. So check out the link below. There are definitely still some spaces available, and again, it is at the Art of Living Retreat Center in Boone, North Carolina. I'm also going to share with you the thriving tip right now. So if you're new to the Thrive Podcast, every episode, we share a thriving tip, which is just an extra little nugget of goodness. And so I would say it's pretty obvious what the thriving tip is going to be today, which is find your Star Wars shirt. Find something that really resonates with you. It's probably not going to be a Star Wars shirt. That's Gar's thing. It might not be a mantra band. that's my thing just like R said if you like to bake make it chocolate chip cookies whatever you like make that your thing and you don't have to be a patient you don't have to be going through something it could just be that you know you really like to let's just take the chocolate chip cookies you really like to bake you really like to to do that and give that to people so maybe when you out to dinner with your friends you bring your friends some cookies or maybe you give cookies to your kids teacher or you just think of something that makes you happy that brings you joy not only when you give it to others and share it with others and it helps you stand out but that also makes you feel good when you put the shirt on or look at your wrist and see the mantra band, or when you're in the kitchen baking the cookies
0: Way back, again, when I was initially diagnosed, I designed a um, a support bracelet, you know, those those rubber bandy type things. You don't, you didn't know that? No. Oh, yeah. So I I designed this kind of rubber bandy, you know, the, like the, oh, the, right. the, the, One Live the strong ones.
1: Colored ones. Yeah. Okay.
0: And I ordered, I don't know, a, a few hundred of them. But uh, I did not
1: know that you did this.
0: I sold them on my website. And I have a friend who, you know, seven years later, every time I see him, he has that and he still wears it every single wow,
1: day. Wow, that's remarkable.
0: And recently. What
1: color is it?
0: It is lightsaber green.
1: I knew you were going to say green. <laughs> Literally, that was what I was visualizing.
0: And well, especially because back then there were two colors that were associated with um, kidney cancer. Oh, and, okay. And the green was more like a, a lightsaber color. So that's the color I chose. I don't want to go on about the cancer colors, but that's a completely different podcast. Okay. I felt ashamed that John was wearing this every day and I didn't even have one anymore.
1: Why would you be ashamed of that?
0: Because John was doing it in support of me and I wasn't even supporting myself. That's kind of what I felt. I know it's silly. I know.
1: I'm not even going to go there.
0: (laughs) So I, I, I recently dug one out and I keep it beside my bed and you know on days where i feel like um that extra bit of of ice that's my my version of the ice Um, mm, uh, nice. and and so that's uh, you know that's another idea that people could use something like that and so um i, I want to share the napkin note um uh, but then i also want to i'm going to give you guys a bonus as well not a bonus yeah. napkin note but so the napkin note that i have and and it goes to the star Wars shirts so Leading into the note there, the shirts work. I I can absolutely say that I've gone into appointments, especially with people who see me rarely, like the person who takes my blood and I don't even say anything. And she looks at me and she's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the guy.
1: Uh I don't think, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Or I was just in the neurology department at UVA trying to check in. And the lady who was checking me in was super busy. Her phone was ringing off the hook. She was trying to do something on her computer asking me my name, my, my medical record number. And she just all of a sudden stopped and she got this smirk on her face. And then she looked up at me and she's like, nice shirt. Mm-hmm. And, and I had just been there, you know, 45 days before and did the whole star Wars shirt spiel. And right. I didn't even and she
1: have... just started with another practice. So you right. just kind of recently had to retrain a whole new I almost—I
0: should get like little business cards. Hey, this is why I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt.
1: Oh my gosh, you totally should. (laughs) Um,
0: But I didn't even say anything to her, right? So she just knew it took her brain a couple of seconds to make that connection. But as soon as she made the connection, I could see the light bulb go off and that smile on her face. And so this, it reminds me of a note that I wrote to Emma just recently, actually. Work hard in silence. Let success make the noise. Mm. And so because I because I kind of laid the platform of why I wear Star Wars shirts and did it once and let it just kind of ride, people already in this new practice have picked up on it. So I've only been going there for a few months and they are already getting it. That's great. So here's the bonus. Um, And this means that Garth has a little bit of work to do before this podcast actually gets released. Mm. Um, but I've wanted to do this. And so this is going to force me to do it. I'm going to take a picture of me wearing every single Star Wars shirt that I own. Oh my gosh. And I'm going to make it into like a 15 or a 20 second gift so that, you know, it's like boom, 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 boom. And you just see all of the shirts all at once. I I know (laughs) this is like a stupid, crazy thing, but it's something I wanted to do. And I actually wanted to do it to send to the folks at Lucasfilm because they sent me a shirt recently
1: nice
0: yeah and so, so okay.
1: lisa i'm assuming is going to be the one who takes the pictures
0: i'm probably going to do it by myself and i'll just set yourself. it up on a timer. okay
1: okay yes of course you have those skills yes
0: <laughs> you know that automatic timer that's been yeah, around for yeah. like you know 25 okay. years
1: <laughs> all <laughs> um, right that's awesome so you're going to send the video to people you're going yeah, to so, your social yeah
0: I'll, I'll put it on all of my social media. We'll put it in the show notes on okay. how to quickly eat, see it, um, and I'll get it out there. But I just, I want to show people the power behind this. Uh, and frankly, there are some shirts that I probably haven't seen in a while. Right. So are you can try... tell us
1: which one your favorite shirt is. You Do know, you I get, favorite?
0: I get asked that question all the time. Well,
1: I think it's time to find a favorite. And that should be the one that you wear. That should be your last one. Like that Oh, could, the last that one could in the be video?
0: Like, that could be like the <laughs> or the one that I'm buried in.
1: That could be the big reveal, like <laughs> the last one that you wear in the video would be your favorite one.
0: So I have to say, honestly, the ones that I appreciate the most mm-hmm. are the ones that are exceptional in that you wouldn't necessarily associate Star Wars with what you're seeing. Right. So I have one of Darth Vader in a batter stance using a lightsaber as a bat. I just I think that's really interesting. And yeah.
1: Funny. And I can see why you would love that because you love softball.
0: Right. So um I have, yeah. I, have, I have one with Darth Vader who, um, it looks like the Godfather logo. Awesome. Right? Right. So th- they...
1: Yeah. Different.
0: Right. They're they're a little bit different.
1: Well, don't give it all away. So- well, I can't
0: because they're 60. And I know that you're already chomping at the bit to end this podcast because you're like, <laughs> Garth, you know, we're going way over time here. You need yeah, to shut well, up with I, your stories, Garth. I don't Garth.
1: know what you're talking about, Garth. So, <laughs> thank so, you for <laughs> being here today.
0: So as we stumbled into our outro... <laughs>
1: Thanks so much for listening. We are so appreciative of your support. We love hearing from you. It means so much to us. And um just may the force be with you. I'm Dara, creator of Crazy Perfect Life and author of Crush Cancer. And we'll see you next time.
0: Dang it. I wanted to say may the force be with you. Well, you can say uh, it too. Go. <laughs> I am Garth Callahan, the original Napkin Notes Dad. You can find out more about me at napkinnotesdad.com and all over social media thank you for listening.
1: No, say it.
0: Oh, may the force be with you.
1: Say it in your voice. May the force be with you.
0: (laughs) May the force be with you.
1: Always. Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening. Thrive is created by Dara Kurtz of Crazy Perfect Life and Garth Callahan, the Napkin Notes Dad, with the hope that we help you develop motivation and inspiration to make your life remarkable.
1: It would mean so much to us if you shared this with your friends and family and left us a review on iTunes. Remember, you deserve to thrive. Thrive Podcast is copyrighted by Darren Garth.